Hello and welcome to the Hespect MMA podcast, where we cover MMA's hottest headlines, fight card bouts, fighter drama, discuss fight predictions, media giants, and basically all things MMA related. Made by fans, for the fans. This is your host, Hespectful Keith, and I'd love for you to come and join me here, often visited by special guest and best friend of mine, codenamed Throblow as we share our memories, takes, and opinions on the frequently changing landscape that is MMA. Now, without further ado, let's MMA and chill. He's running a little late, but he should be here soon. Okay. Can I, how's that sound? Uh yeah, I, I could still hear you. Yeah, I can so, hear you. Um, yeah, yeah, no, you're good yeah. now. No, you're full volume. Okay. All right, so, cool, cool. Oh, so this is a there's no there's it's not like a Zoom call, right? So there's no uh, just audio. Yeah, just audio. My my thing is just audio. Kind of okay. shy. I don't know if I'll ever go video. <laughs> All good. I just want to know how it works. Yeah. All right. So... Allowed to swear in this thing, or you got to watch your language? Not that. I oh no, no, yeah. Oh, no, like let her right? fly. Yeah, no. Whatever, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just, just doing our right. thing. Yeah. Uh, hold on, just pulling up some stuff here. Preparation. Okay. The evening. Hey, good. Just eight and uh, just relaxing. Nice, nice. All right. All right, good stuff. Um, yeah, so welcome, Sandro. Um, this is the Hespect MMA Pod. <laughs> doing good, doing good. Yes, uh, my name's Keith, Hespectful Keith. Yeah, you can just call me Keith. Uh, but yeah, anyways, this is uh, episode 19. Welcome to episode 19. Um, yeah, um, here we are, waiting on uh, Draw Blow to come in. Yeah. Uh, Sandro here is uh, actually my boss <laughs> and my friend from uh, from shipping at work. I work yeah. at a door distribution warehouse called um, uh, Doorcom. Uh, how long have you been there, Sandro? Uh, um, well, industry forever. I've been there for years, I guess. Off of- Sorry, I'm yeah. kind of cutting out there. How many years? Uh, in this incarnation, I've been there like th- three years. Okay, okay. okay. Nice, nice. Well, a little tidbit together. that I wanted to share. Okay, as I say, we worked together and we found oh, sorry, that we go both ahead. worked together and we found that we both had combat sports. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and uh, you're a former high school wrestler, right? Yeah. So now, what, what was uh, what was, was uh, uh, that high school you wrestled out of? It was a uh, school called Toronto Secondary at Lansdowne College, right. inner city school. So. Yeah, I said it's not there anymore, though, right? No. It's, uh, it's some kind of uh. Yeah. Way so become a board of the uh, 
administrative building or something to that. Last time I was in quite uh, is there any way you could speak a little? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if it's the connection or or the headset, but it's kind of like cutting out sometimes here and there. Okay. Uh, still kind of choppy. Can try my, my Bluetooth and uh, I'll, turn, I'll turn off my Bluetooth. You, you were fine with me though. Uh, yeah, the audio is a little better. Uh, it does seem still a little choppy though, but we we can try and make do for now. Okay, let's see what happens. So, so what, what year again was the was that again that oh, you that going, you wrestled? Going way back, nineteen. <laughs> they're in the nineteen nineteen eighties. Oh wow! Wow. Yeah, uh, it must have been a really different look back then. Absolutely. <laughs> Lots of jeans and black t-shirts. Maybe not that different. <laughs> All right, well, let's jump into it. If you want to get into some of the fight review for this past weekend's card, UFC Fight Night 192, Smith versus Span. Oh, and I think that is Throblo coming through. Uh, Sandro, you said you didn't catch uh, much of the preliminaries, but you caught the main card, right? Yeah, I did the. Well, I backtracked here, waiting to come on. I backtracked and watched Yo. the. I did get to watch most of the prelims. Uh, no, that's okay. That's good. Uh, yeah, uh, and here, uh, here's my best friend Throblo. Uh, meet Sandro. Sandro, meet Throblo. <laughs> hey, Thro hey, what's up, man? Good to meet Throblo, you. Hello, how are you? I'm good, thanks. <laughs> good, good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we're just three fight fans uh, here to discuss the. Uh, my review of this past weekend's card, UFC uh, Fight Night Span versus Smith. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, here we go. Um, did you catch any of the preliminaries, Damon? Or Throbby? Uh No, we uh, started watching immediately on the, the main card. Okay, well, maybe we just glaze over it then. Yeah, that's all good. I just want to give shout-outs to, like, uh, Carlston Harris. Apparently he got a TKO and within three minutes minutes of round one on the prelims. That one's probably a good one to watch. Okay. And then uh, mm -hmm. there was a. Uh, wanted to quickly go over the uh, one of the prelims fights uh, with Rong Zhu or Joe versus uh, okay. Brandon Jenkins. Now uh, Brandon Jenkins, it was a lightweight bout. He came in on weight one fifty five and a half. Yeah. Uh, Rong Zhu, however, he came in at overweight 158. They did a catch weight. Brandon Jenkins agreed to go on forward with the bout, and then he got TKO'd in the third round after uh, being quite dominated. Um, now, me and uh, Throb here, we know that uh, Sandro, uh, you used to you have experience with cutting weight as a wrestler, and uh, you know how yeah. how how much of a difference is that? Like, is his uh, opponent going to be a lot more fresher than him when he comes in? Um, no, absolutely. Um, but I mean, cutting, once you get down to the, like everybody cuts weight, but when you get down to the last, last little bit, that's, that's the difference, right? That's the hardest. I mean, and the lighter you are, the harder it is to lose weight. I remember one tournament, we had a guy who was, a young guy, Remigio was, in, was one of our best guys on the team. He was, 
he fought in, I think, 96 pounds or 98. He was a really light guy. To lose, like, half a pound was, like, almost murder. So, yeah, the lighter <laughs> it is and the heavier you are, the, the, harder it, the harder it is to actually lose the weight. More of a struggle. Now, do you think, is that maybe, uh, or, or is that a definite factor in the catch weight here? Well, I think I, I saw that fight, so he, he didn't make weight, right? I believe he was like three pounds mm-hmm. over, so he didn't make weight. Yeah, the yeah. guy coming in, so he was already, already when he rehydrated, he was already physically bigger than him. So, mm-hmm. you know, that he obviously didn't have to, I'm, I'm not sure that the guy who came in, how much he had to lose, he, didn't, he probably made didn't have to. It looked like it's almost his natural weight, but... Uh, mm-hmm. uh, he didn't uh, like that. He actually put up a fairly decent fight in the first round. A lot of leg kicks. Looked like he might do something, mm-hmm. but then then he was just dominated from there. Yeah, wrongs you took over. Uh, you didn't see that one, uh, Throbby? No, <clears throat> no. I kind of glossed uh, some things uh, earlier today. I think uh, just watching a replay now. Yeah, he won the first two rounds, right? And then in the third, for some reason, it uh, just kind of got derailed. Mm-hmm. Like, what's your what's your opinion on the weight debate? Like, if if someone's overweight, should should he even be agreed to, even if the opponent says, "Hey, yeah, it's okay, let's go," or should well, we just um, like stop this? Because apparently, there's a high percentage of uh, the situations where the opponent who came in overweight ends up being the winner. Like, I, yeah. I think it's like way over fifty percent of the time. Yeah, I mean, there's weight what? classes for a reason, right? I mean, I don't know. I've never been big on them, you know, being fined their purse for missing weight. Yeah, 30%. Yeah, that's a, that's a big chunk of your change. I think maybe, you know, if you miss weight and your opponent agrees, maybe you're fighting for a no contest instead of a win. Oh, you know, you keep the fight going or something like that. Because like, even if he's the one who missed weight, there's no reason why one guy should lose 30% of his paycheck, right? That's a huge chunk. Mm-hmm. And then if the guy who agrees to it, you know, he uh, he can get a win, right? Or he's or losing on a no contest. <laughs> well, I imagine that would halt a lot of those fights. People would rather not fight for a, low, a no contest, right? Who's gonna who's gonna fight a fight they can't win? Well, yes, I don't know. I think I think when you you commit to a weight, I mean, that's your obligation as a professional to make it. That's that's completely, yeah. I, you know, that does I make mean, sense. There's, there's no reason to miss weight. Yeah, there's no reason to miss weight these days, right? So, I mean, yeah. it happens, but it shouldn't. So, the thirty percent thing. The well, well, that was one fifty-five, right? Yeah, it was supposed to yes. be one fifty-five, but oh, uh, okay, yeah. It's. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, there's always moving up, but that fifteen-pound jump specifically is huge. Yeah, from one fifty-five to yeah, one seventy. No. Yeah, it's very hard for people to have success going between those two lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. Just when you cutting the weight, you have to you have to deplete your body. All these guys are depleting themselves. Nobody fights at true real weights. It's uh, I mean, even when I when I was wrestling, I'd walk around at the seventy five, and I'd wrestled one hundred and forty one, one forty eight. That's wow. You know, that was my <laughs> yeah, it was my career, yeah. right? But. But we didn't back then. I didn't like. There was no science to it. You didn't really know. You just sort of like these guys lose weight really quick, like in a short period of time, get it done and Mm -hmm. rehydrate real fast. Whereas it seems now, some of them might even use IVs. 
Yeah. Oh no, for sure. And I, I, I spent like, like your whole season just trying to peek at that one day where you would step on a scale, be that weight and then go back. But, but that's, that's tough that way where you draw it out for a long time. You're better off. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, just your two weeks, three weeks, whatever, get the weight done. Obviously you're not, you don't want to be like 40 pounds over or something crazy, but yeah, you want to yeah. be, you want to be, you don't want to have to do it like long and slow. Cause then you're always a little bit weak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your opinion on a uh, yeah. rumble being a light heavyweight who used to cut down to welterweight? Like apparently he has liver yeah. problems now and he's, he's, uh, he's actually not looking too good health wise at the moment. Yeah. I think uh, yeah, Robbie, sure you were texting that, me about that. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's exactly liver problems. He didn't say, but uh, just the way he worded, right? Hopefully, I'll see you in 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, or whatnot. And the fact that he, as big as he is, man, he's a huge dude, right? Naturally huge. So for, yeah, for him to Sandra have one um, that's crazy. I'd be curious yeah, to see where he did his weight cut. Like if he did it through the UFC uh, center, because it's pretty psychic scientific and i'm sure they test and everything i mean back in my day i mean people i mean it's not uncommon for people having like serious injuries because you you'd just throw a garbage if you were got close to tournament time you'd throw a garbage bag on and a sweater and you just <laughs> you just you just keep jogging until you sweat yeah. it all out like that's <laughs> very unhealthy but I, that's just what there's almost everybody who's wrestled i don't maybe it's changed now but in the past, everybody wrestled, did the garbage bag trick. It was just, it was just what everybody did. So if maybe he did it on his own, I don't know, because I would imagine that the, their testing center, they would, they would be testing, they would, they would, they would be monitoring his blood levels, everything, all the way through. Well, I think he, that was a while ago. Uh, Bellator now, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he moved there a while ago, but yeah, it's well, true. Yeah. Like whatever Might team, have been like 2012. After him. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, I can't remember last time he fought at 170. It had to be a long. Oh yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, that was when he was still young. He could, you yeah, you could do it uh easier when you're younger. Oh, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine cutting weight now, Central? <laughs> uh, well, well, that's the thing. Though. I don't. I I know if I if I wanted to. That's the thing about if you're an ex wrestler, you know, if you really had to. Make weight, you could do it. Okay, Just, nice. You could like the mindset. <laughs> you could backtrack and do it, but do you want to suffer? That's the question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's shoot into the main card there. Um, yeah. So, first fight, Joaquin Buckley. God dang, Numenza. He gets his oh, KO yeah. of uh, Antonio Ahoyo in round three. You guys catch that one? Yeah, he's definitely turning yeah. into you know a name to look out for every time you see him on the card. Because mm-hmm. win or lose, it's it's fireworks. Yeah, that's good. I think it, I think this one puts him back in the win column, right? Didn't he have two uh, big big losses? Or no, that one head kick from Alesso, yes. Alessio yeah. G. Chirico, yeah. So I came that's back when, from when, that when one. It, Sometimes when a guy makes a spectacular, like he made that spectacular kick and knocked like fell down like yeah, a tree. spinning back kick spinning yeah. back kick that was that, sometimes people do that and there's they can't follow it up so impressive he looked good mm-hmm. unfortunately that that guy he KO'd with that spinning kick he fought on this card and he was KO'd again in the first round impa kasagani or something 
So uh, he's falling on hard times there. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry to that guy. I'll do respect. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, sure Buckley, you, you guys hold, uh... hold on to the kick. Hopefully, got so differently. You guys see the egg shake bump on uh, Joaquin Buckley's head, though? Oh, yeah, I think it was from that new. Yeah, that was that. That, that was a pretty uh, spectacular hematoma. <laughs> it was huge. Yeah, that's you don't see those often. Uh, how do you even heal one of those things? Do you you ice it down, right? That'd be my that'd be my guess, and probably press it down. Like when you get a lot of dull dull technologies, when you have like a bump like that, you kind of press it back down. So I'm not sure if that's the same <laughs> thing. But smaller ones, that's yeah. Well, you kind of have to. If you have a smaller, smaller little bump that happens, you kind of want to push it back in, encourage mm-hmm. it to go back. And I have no idea on the giant hematoma like that because that was, that was pretty, yeah, uh, pretty uh, unnerving to see. How about the uh, fighting style, though? I, I, I really like the contrast. Like you had Joaquin Buckley, who was like kind of compact but yeah. explosive, right? With the kickboxing. Yeah, and then Apollo the was more like a point style, like kickboxing, or you know, like he was heavy counters, not as much yeah. volume, holding his hands low, or or his uh, one hand low and one ready, <clears throat> one kind of mid level, right? And he did land that knee that caused that uh, egg shaped uh, hematoma on uh, Buckley's head. So you know, he, he did he did good. He but eventually got caught by that explosiveness. It seemed like, yeah. Got caught uh, with an uppercut, I think it was. In terms of the scorecards, though, do, would you guys give Buckley the decision anyway if it had gone to decision? Or do you think Ahoyo's uh, counter-attacking was better than uh, Buckley's performance? Um, I'm not sure. Because I think Buckley got knocked down a few times, didn't he? At least once. Yeah. But he did have volume. Yeah, yeah, yeah he definitely did. Definitely looked uh, like I said he was definitely a lot more aggressive. So I wouldn't argue it. That's probably what they'll see. Yeah, I, th- I think so too. I think Buckley, if it had gone to this decision, he probably would have won anyway. So Ahoya, just uh, he needs to work on the volume. But you know, some some people have that style. You know, you look for the KO yeah. punch. You know, yeah, he's uh, just gonna find a way to draw it out a little more. Annoy them with leg kicks or something. Yeah, faints and stuff. Annoy is a soft word. Those probably don't feel good. <laughs> uh, moving on from there, uh, bantamweight though. Nate Manus TKO's uh, Tony Gravely. That was a crazy fight, man. That was... Tony Gravely hurt uh, Nate Manus in the first. Uh, you guys remember that one? Yeah, he uh, was like seconds away from ending it. Yeah, and he got it saved by the Yeah, mm. that was. That was a hell of a fight. Yeah. Manus came back real strong. I, I actually like uh, when I was placing uh, bets on the fights. I I only bet chicklets, people. Okay, anyone listening? I only <laughs> bet like fifty cents here or there. So don't worry, I'm not <laughs> not rolling in dough here or anything. <laughs> but yeah, no. Nate Manus was an underdog, and I was like, I'll throw a little bit on him, see what happens. So that that one uh turned out. And I'm very happy nice. to share it with you. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Um, 
So we made a dollar fifty. It's enough to get a McDouble. Wins a win, man. <laughs> there you go. That's right. Wins a win. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after that, though, another uh, underdog. He was a plus five hundred underdog. Uh, <laughs> I put some money down on him. Unfortunately, didn't go my way this time. Um, uh, our man uh, Saryukan, uh, who TKO Christios Igios. Uh, Sorry, I always forget how to pronounce the name. By the time it's Giagos, time to talk about it. Yeah, maybe Giagos. Yeah, I put some money down on him, but he got TKO'd in the first round. You guys catch that one? Um, hold on, let me look at these guys really quick. Yeah. I'm just looking through the the card right now. Yeah, so Arma Saryugan is another one of those uh, Russian prospects. Okay. Yeah, so surprisingly doesn't have OV at the end of his name. Yeah. <laughs> I did read that someone, uh, I forget what it was. He definitely had an OV at the end of his name. He's making his debut soon. <laughs> okay. We'll hear <laughs> about him soon. Something, something, something off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's uh, 17 and 2. Undefeated. Oh, no. He lost to Islam. Oh, lost to one of his to own brothers. I, he, lost, he lost one. Th- yeah, to Islam. Exactly. That was, yeah. that was his debut in 2019. 4 and 0 oh since then. 4 and 1 in total in the UFC. 17 and 2 overall. Never been submitted. One knockout. His main thing is he's, it's his wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, he basically did what he wanted in the, in the fight, and he was able to land the shots needed to uh, hurt Christios and uh, put him away, get the stoppage rail. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm kind of skimming a replay here. I, don't, uh, I must have missed this fight altogether. Well, it was very fast. It was done yeah. <laughs> in uh, two minutes. So. Yeah, it was a very fast one indeed. Uh, big ups to Armand, though. Representing Russia. Russia doing doing big things in America. Scary, man. These, guys, these Russians are scary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just a matter of time before, <laughs> before we're going to be a majority of Russian champions. They seem to be becoming... Fast and furious. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, it was all Americans uh, and then the Brazilians came in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you hear the, the stories of the Khabibs of the world and just, just what kids are doing at such a young age. <laughs> yeah. Wrestling bears. <laughs> well, I'm sure that's... Yeah, I'm so- that's the exception to the rule. I think everybody has a bear to wrestle with, but uh, but just the <laughs> fact that they're, you know, as as a as a child. I mean, I mean, I'm sure it's very different in the U.S., but in, over here, I mean, as a child, I was wrestling everybody. It's just what everybody did, like rough and tumble mm-hmm. play. So you just wrestled, but there was no outlet for it. So imagine if I was a if I was a child and there was in my village or my my town, everybody was wrestling imagine how uh how uh, how how much better anybody would be if they went through that process yeah it's like an echo chamber yeah it's almost like when i was in high school there's this 
young man that came from uh, came from Italy. And he says he was just like a very average soccer player, but he was our star on our soccer team, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. that's what they do over there, right? Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. I have that one uh, crazy Brazilian friend who's really good at fighting, but at home he can't beat nobody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How are you so good at this? No, I'm not good at this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, good stuff. Um, after that, though, um, quick shout out to Ariane Lipsky getting their UD over uh, Mandy Bohm. It was a nice scrap. Good one, yeah. ladies. That was a good one. Uh, you guys hear Ariane's uh, post fight interview? No. No, I missed it. Uh, she got a lot of fans, and uh, I'll do his spec, but I, I, I couldn't stop thinking about Consuela from Family Guy. You know? I was so put I was just like, I know a lot of people find her attractive. I could just keep hearing Consuela. I just it in my training and then I just think it to my team. Oh, I, I don't even think I've heard her talk before. You, you gotta listen to it, man. <laughs> That's all I could think of. All <laughs> That's all I'm gonna think of now. <laughs> well, I think in that fight in the first 30 seconds, you know, the, 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 the German girl was in trouble, like her specialty was was striking, and it was just such a noticeable difference in their abilities. So it's like, oh, you're gonna have a long night. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's like being yeah, called a monster in Germany. I don't think it's the same thing. As, uh, maybe earning that nickname yeah. over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes oh, being tough is, is just that much more uh, much more pain you're gonna suffer if you're being outstruck, right? If you can't get him oh. down or anything else like that. Yeah, no. For her, just her hand speed and just just the technical, the way she she was throwing her punches were just crisper. So it's like, mm-hmm. if that's your, if that's your, if you when you're up, when you're both standing up, and that's your specialty, and you're getting out, you're getting yeah. out punched right away. It's going to be a long night. It was yeah. too. Thirty yeah. twenty seven across the board. Just uh, yeah. Yeah, she was pounded. She got hit a lot. That's got to be the uh, the downer to like the whole competitive mano y mano, right? It's when you take that like that hard L where even when you gave your best, it was just like not enough compared to yeah. the other person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think believe, I believe if I remember right, she was like with a Ameri- like a, what is it American top team? I mean, she was with one of the elite uh, elite gems. So uh, Lipsky or Boom. Um, Lifsky, the Brazilian, right? Okay, yeah, I would, I would, uh, I would figure that she was clearly, uh, clearly the more technical on the feet. Yeah, it's a lot of you can you can notice the major performance when you know a fighter just joins the UFC or their early career versus when they finally start training at the uh, the Apex facility and everything like that. When they make a jump to one of those big uh, big camps. Yeah. Maybe that's the hope. You, if she, if somebody watches her and sees, they like what they see. It's like, okay, we can work with this. Then who knows? But if if it's going to be, if she's going to stay where she is, I mean, that's a lot of improvement you have to do. Yeah, yeah and it yeah, limits uh, your your equipment and your uh, options for training partners. Yeah, it's uh, something I actually wanted to ask you guys about. So you got someone like Connor who's like really big on loyalty, right? Cody Garbrandt, really big on loyalty. Is it actually holding them back 
from evolving because they they're big on loyalty and they're like hey if we're gonna get if we're gonna figure this out we're gonna figure this out here as opposed to maybe getting a new look at a gym like where where do you sit on the, that that side of the argument i i believe it i mean like loyalty over like if you just a had gym, uh, a new look? if you just had like a faceless fighter with no physical defining features all the team alpha male guys would be interchangeable they all have the fa- same fighting style they all come in big <laughs> and heavy with the hands right That's, yeah they're some of them are, yeah some of them are better that uh at this and that than each other slightly but generally speaking they all fight the same mm-hmm. and you know while that's a good thing they produce champions i mean champion <laughs> <laughs> almost champions <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like uh, I think uh, there's definitely like it's, it's to a certain point, I think, because like if you don't let anyone new just come into your gym like here and there or you don't let your guys train anywhere else, that's like you're limiting the variety, the options. And it, and it may also go like like maybe certain gyms can bring you as far as they can. And then you need to, you know, there's all kinds of guys that break away and some of them come back worse than they were and some guys come back better i mean sometimes and, and just personalities i mean like everybody's different some guys need to be yelled at some guys need to be coddled i mean there's all everybody's got their own uh, you know some people have like too much ego some people have you know, enormously talented people that don't even realize they're talented or they you know they, they it, like the psychological game so i guess you i guess you use the gym as far as you can and then and then on a case-by-case basis, you have to make a decision whether you need to go somewhere else. I mean, a lot of guys, your guys, they, they get trained by their fathers. And what happens when you have to fire your father? He has to step aside, right? That's not a difficult, <laughs> or not an easy situation. Uh, I think we discussed, yeah. like, it's boxing where Roy Jones Jr., his, his early career was ruined by his father. I mean, he was fighting in, in carnivals and tents. Because his father didn't want to sign with a big with a with a big promotion, he thought he could do it better and keep more of the money. Oh wow! I didn't even know that. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, the whole uh, story with Roy Jones and uh, having to leave the lion's den and find his own pride and stuff. Okay. Mm, wow. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, when it comes to Connor, do you guys think Connor's holding himself back? From evolving, or do you think he has a personality to see past what he's doing wrong and change for the better as a martial artist? I don't know. I, I think at this call. point, he's, with that bad injury, that leg injury. I mean, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I just recently, I mean, not far back, a year and a half ago, I broke my leg. So, I mean, not nearly as severe as he did. And it's like, wow, I can't imagine. I don't see how he could be. Like, he's got to be compromised. There's no way the leg can mm-hmm. stand up to that. To like, to, like to, to walk and run and do stuff maybe, but to, to throw a hard leg kick with a compromised leg, I don't know if that's possible. Yeah. Can't do it again. Well, it, it doesn't matter how elite a person you are, a fighter you are, you'd still... 
your bones are bones, right? Who, who like state the case of someone, Weidman, whoever, who snapped their leg in half that's going to come back and be better than they were before. Because at this point, he's got to be better. Everybody knows what they're going, you know, Connor has to be better than he was if he's going to win fights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, and he he really hasn't, he's added singular attacks to his game. But generally speaking, it's it's the same thing every time, right? So he really... yeah. He basically got figured out. It's like Anthony Pettis, right? Exactly. People figured out, you know, don't let him keep his distance, right? Don't let him keep you at his range, right? Once you disturb that, you know, people started realizing you just got to pressure him. Yeah. Awesome. That's, that's, everybody, you, everybody gets figured out. Like, you could figure out everybody, whether or not you can do what needs to be done. Like Khabib, keep him away from the cage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. All these things, easier, easier said <laughs> than done, right? Like talent and hands are going to... You don't want to. You want to stay in the middle. I'm going to bring you to the cage. I'm going to bring you to the edge. So it's not. You know, it's not simple to do. But everybody, if you fight long enough, everybody figures out a strategy for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a. I recently read a interview with Justin Gagey, where he's like, honestly, I, every time I look back on it, I don't. I don't know what I could have done better against Khabib. Like I, I fought the best Khabib that night, and I was my best version of myself and he's just the uh, better guy I, yeah that i is. hear that but i don't know that fight i just i didn't his body language looked overwhelmed mm-hmm. you know and i don't know if anything would have different but but i would have preferred he just went like okay i'm going like i'm going in there <laughs> i'm gonna give the hardest one minute i can but it uh, i don't know maybe too much respect maybe the moment yeah Definitely like. <laughs> oh, versus like like Ferguson, I get it. They're completely different fights. I mean, I can, I get that, but he, he, that look in his face was almost the look of uh, like like adrenaline and just so high and yeah. just like oh god, it's gonna be. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'll have to go back and watch it again. But I mean, I, when I was watching the fight, it was just like, come on, just okay, win or lose, it doesn't matter. You like. I thought Gagey had nothing to lose in that fight. Like, nothing. Like, mm-hmm. should have been loose, loose as could be because it's Khabib, right? You're expected. He yeah, would, Khabib did respect his power in the beginning. Hmm. Maybe that's... Maybe it's a figment in my imagination. I have to go back and watch it again. I just know I was disappointed. I just thought, I just thought his, his attitude was like, like he was a... I don't want to use the word scared. That's the wrong one. He was too respectful, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we know he can wrestle. He can do everything. Try it. Yeah, I tripped out when I watched that because uh, my, my stream, it froze up uh, during the fight. And then, like, the next frame was uh, Justin comforting Khabib. And I was like, oh, my God, did Justin get Khabib? did you hear what he said after the fight he said i he was so happy that he that he went to sleep because that means he took less damage <laughs> that sounds like doesn't sound like a guy that went in there like like really expecting to win you know yeah you know there was there he wasn't really disappointed he was just he was just glad he wasn't mangled yeah <laughs> yeah that's funny so like, yeah, you put me to sleep. I can fight next month or whatever, you know, because he didn't he didn't get destroyed <laughs> like like Ferguson with Ferguson, man. I think I think Gagey I'm sure he was aging, but I'm sure Gagey kind of 
aged him 10 years when he got that punch he hit for yeah, and he did fight. like a computer he just kind of <laughs> like, oh that's that's not good like you are so tough that you're just going to keep going forward after that happens that's not good. yeah that's crazy like yeah. put ferguson he mind in gagey that night that's what i would like to have seen <laughs> oh yeah that'd be fucking scary yeah oh shit <sighs> All right, well, moving into the uh, the co-main there. Light heavyweight, Ian Kutilaba actually pulls out a decision victory against uh, yeah. Clark there. Ian, you know, very, he's balls to the wall, but uh looks like very he's... Very unlike him, this fight. Yeah, is he adopting the patient Francis Ngannou game plan here? Don't explode, uh, don't blow your wad in the first round. You know, yeah, she I likes think, to go uh... more than five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well he's still pretty active though like i mean like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. he expended a lot of energy but like if that were if that went another if that were a five round fight who knows yeah started i didn't, yeah. didn't really turn it, started, it around yeah. but you could see it started to shift a bit at the end mm-hmm. yeah he, he he kept a good momentum but he didn't really you know go for the kill right he got a lot of good moments he almost finished it going into the or ending the second or the first round, I think it was. Yeah. But yeah, he didn't uh, like normally in his previous fights. He would he would push it right. He would keep swinging for the fences to get that finish when he hurts him. But yeah. like he he didn't really do that very much this time. He was kind of more patient about it, just like winning rounds. Uh, what do you guys think? Like, what think that it was a, it was a great fight. I enjoyed that fight. But one mm-hmm. thing that annoyed me, I. Do not like when people do the slashing the throat thing. You know, uh, I don't. Oh like yeah, that. at the beginning. Yeah, I, that just—I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I'm getting soft in my old age, but I do <laughs> not like the throat throat throat. And at the end, he's like so like he was—I don't know if he was just relieved the win or like they, they did the typical yeah. respectful thing that fighters do when they're done. So I was like, you know what? If I was gonna if I was gonna do the throat the throat slash thing. I think I'd have to hate your guts for real. I don't know. Like, I know you need uh, theatrics, but I just find that just a little step too far. I don't know. Hey, it yeah. is what it is. They're not fighting them, so it's it's obviously they're perfectly okay with it, but I can't say as I'm comfortable with that kind of uh, motion. Yeah, for me, uh, yeah, uh, Eon, he's actually not, I don't think he's too far removed from like the same uh personality as a uh, what's his freaking name sean strickland i think he's a functioning psychopath I, th- I think they're just like two fighters that happen to land in uh the right <laughs> job you know and uh <laughs> thank god they're not doing something else because <laughs> they probably be in yeah. jail or something yeah Who can you imagine, like imagine if you've got that personality and they said okay you're Everywhere you go, you're not allowed to be aggressive, shutting you down. And then suddenly, <laughs> yeah, hurt him is there are some rules, but hurt him as badly as you can. Don't worry about it. What about if I yeah. crush his eye socket? Perfectly good. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> we encourage it. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to hit him that hard, you know, you should absolutely try. <laughs> uh, well, that's why sometimes I think when they try to coddle like boys and stuff you have to let that aggression out like that aggression goes in the right place and you've got a functioning member of society 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so uh, in terms of throat slashing, Eon's just crazy. He's just being crazy. Yeah, yeah. it is. I, I, I didn't think it after a unanimous decision. I, there was a need for that. But, uh, you know, if you feel good about your win, bro, slash it up, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but he, but yeah. he's a fun, I mean, how can you not like him? His, his nickname is The Hulk, correct? Yeah. yeah, he used okay, to paint so, himself green for Wayne. So, so he used to do the whole thing. <laughs> how do you not like faces. a guy named the Hulk? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was surprised when he didn't yell in uh in this guy's face, Devin Clark, at the win. But Devin Clark, he was like, he was like cautious. You could tell he's like, oh, he might do something crazy. And yeah. Like, Did you hear ah, any? Because ah. I was it like the the in the like the going out for the third round is his something. Was wrong with his teeth? I said his teeth were compromised, or I don't know something was. Oh yeah, like his, I think his, oh, yeah, he, he had I some sort of injury, and in his I guess it was his father or somebody. You you want to go? What do you? It's up to you. You want to go? Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm good. I'm going out. Yeah, oh, that's a warrior, you have the man. teeth in the in the bottom row, like in the middle on the bottom level. There's I didn't like actually see that. I heard the comment, but I never saw it. Yeah, I remember seeing that between rounds. Yeah, oh, I missed. Did that. you see a picture, Damon? Uh, well, I remember. I remember seeing it when I watched the fight. I don't have a picture right now. Yeah. So basically, like his four or three front bottom teeth, they got pushed in. Pretty gruesome. Oh yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. I saw a picture of it. It's like, yeah, like all three of them or four of them pushed in. <laughs> yeah. It must be painful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he went to decision, man. That's crazy. That crazy. Yeah. Clark. I... That's, that's round, all man. adrenaline, man. Yeah, all adrenaline at that point. That's like when, when uh, I still remember Uriah Hall. I forget who he was fighting, but he had thrown a kick that got checked, and one of his toes had broken completely at a ninety degree angle, and there was some bone sticking out of the skin. <laughs> and, uh, the ref was like looking at him and his foot. He's like, "Are you? Are you? Are you okay? Are you okay?" And he's just like, "Yeah, yeah, my foot's fine." And then as he says, "Yeah, my foot's fine," the the camera zooms in on his toe, and that's right when you get a good look at it, right? <laughs> and it's like, holy crap. That yeah, I is, forgot about that. That's going to be ugly tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> holy fucking your eyes. <laughs> so you remember uh, the post-fight interview with Jones? Uh, Jones, you just defended your title. Oh, my God, look at that at your foot. His fucking foot's broken off after he dominated Chael. Chael's <laughs> Uh, but damn. Crazy. You guys yeah, that, that, that adrenaline. I don't remember that uh, that moment, but <laughs> oh yeah, he just walked up to him, and then Jones was like, "Oh shit, look at my foot!" And then he started getting lightheaded. They're like, "Let's get you a chair." And then he still does the interview. <laughs> Fucking Joe Rogan always gets his interview. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well, Sandra, no we actually tried to imagine a parallel universe where Chael won. Against Anderson, right? That that fight, the first fight. Yeah. Okay. And then you know yeah. how he fought Jones after, right? So he fights mm-hmm. Jones, and then he survives Jones in round two, and then Jones gets TKO'd because of the toe injury. He becomes the first double champ of the UFC, right? Middleweight, <laughs> heavyweight. What kind of world would that be? That'd be that'd a hell be awesome. of a world. <laughs> yeah. Well. We'd never hear the end of it. He'd go on to become a color commentator, and we'd have to look at his stupid face for another, like, three decades. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the well, bad guy, man. 
Yeah, I do like him in Bellator, though. Good shit, good shit. Um, yeah, Ian Kutilaba, shout out. You Hulk mania. Hopefully we get some finishes out of you. Did you know, like, yeah, no, I, I thought it was an impressive fight. I mean, I, I liked his work rate. I mean, he yeah. stayed stayed busy, and, you know, he started to fade right at the very end, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know. I think his wrestling's kind of underrated. He knew he had it sewn up. Sure. Yeah, no, he's, he, like I said, he's a fun person to watch fight. Hell yeah, yeah. On moving on to the main event, which was also a fun fight, Anthony Smith submitting yeah. uh, Ryan Spann by a rear naked choke in the first round. First Made round a finish. Yeah. Uh, the fight as a whole, you know, Smith did what he had to do, Ryan Spann. Showed him at the level and got mad at him. You know, he, he's like, Where, where's that ass beating you promised me? And they uh, had their altercation and they squashed the beef. Uh, what do you guys think is up with Smith? Why is he, why is he getting so emotional here? I think, uh, I think it was uh, something Span said about you know I don't care who he is, I don't care what he's done or who he's fought or what he's accomplished and things like that. He was, right. you know, it's kind of like confidence slash trash talk, you know, the type of thing to say. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that just struck a nerve with Smith because I mean he has a very like distinguished career, right? So I think he just took a, felt a little slighted by that. I remember yeah, I think, reading yeah. earlier today about that. I think he was, I think it was, I don't know, that, that was a little weird when, when he had his interview at the end because it, it, like I taped it and then I watched it and like every, <laughs> I don't know if they two giant, like they just uh, muted him because it was like, blah, nothing opened up again. He said, a word then it was nothing and then finally at that so got out of that that he's everybody's writing him off and i don't know i thought a couple when he, a couple fights ago i thought okay he's this you know he's a talented guy but he's he's not championship material anymore but he's back mm-hmm. yeah he's... who did who did he lose the title to when he like when he fought for the title uh he got poked in the eye kicked in the groin and need while he was down while fighting jones and uh, he decided to to keep fighting instead of uh, walking away with the belt Herb Dean almost told him outright you can walk away and win or you can keep fighting and he chose to keep fighting and then he got finished but you know I guess that's his his code that's his code he's got to live by it yeah whereas just recently AJ no not AJ McKee um, Aljamain Sterling same situation, but he decided to walk away, right, with the belt. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking Aljamain! He put on a, a performance too, right? <laughs> but, Quite the performance, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so where do you guys stand on the the emotion? Like, so Anthony Smith, obviously, he he lets emotion uh, fuel him in his performance. Someone like GSP said he used his fear. To motivate him during his performance, some other guys say they don't feel anything. Oh, it's your stance. Well, what emotion or what non-emotion would would you would you use non-emotion to motivate you? Uh, I don't know. What about you in uh, competitions, Andrew? Would you well try see, and find I, something not to like about the guy? Or see, if I would, I kind of really wish if I was back if I was wrestling, I'd like to go back and just. Because I my thing was like I don't know you just didn't want to be embarrassed like 
you know, it was a weird thing. Instead of instead of sometimes you put your focus on the wrong on the wrong uh, the wrong aspect. So if I would go back, I'd just go back and just kind of in, just enjoy it more. And I loved it. Don't get me wrong, I loved it. But the competitions, I mean, when you when you won a match, it was like a just a it was like a relief more than anything, right? <laughs> you know. So I, that that yeah. I think was a weakness of mine. You know, like I my my brain wouldn't let me just okay go out there, go hard, and then whatever happens happens. Because now the UFC is taught everybody loses, right? Everybody loses. Well, yeah. this could be, but there's exceptions. But in general, if you fight long enough, you're going to lose. So the the losses can make you better. But I was just kind of too concerned about uh, about the losses versus just going out there and just you know okay. <laughs> Gonna, gonna give her hell for for whatever time I'm out there. Good shit. Good shit. All right. Well, we'll bring that to a close. That the uh, the review there of uh, Smith versus Span, and move into uh, doing a little preview of uh, this weekend's UFC 266. Alexander Volkanovsky finally uh, fighting against Brian T. City Ortega. On oh, September yeah. 25, 2021. Yeah, uh, let's jump into it. So, uh, going looking into the prelims there, you know, there's a lot of names on there. I'll do respect to all the fighters, but uh, I wanted to quickly cover uh, Dan Hooker. He's coming back after uh, giving us a scare after he fought. Well, who is that? Was that Paul Felder? Chandler. Michael Chandler, yeah, he got yeah. knocked out, left his gloves in the cage. That was a scary thing. I thought he was retiring. A lot of yeah, people he, thought he, was retiring. he pulled a Paul Felder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what Paul did too. Yeah, there you go, there you go. Yeah, well, that's good. He's coming back, so uh, he's fighting Nazrat Hackprest. This guy's making his way through uh, the rankings. Is he ranked right now? I don't think so. But yeah, that, that's the guy people say is like he looks like KG, Owen Gastel. Like to make jokes about that. Oh, really? Guy. <laughs> I haven't watched much of myself, but uh, yeah, apparently he's like thirteen and three. I oh. think he's on a two-win streak. Uh, you guys familiar with Hack Perast, or is it just Hooker that we're familiar um, with here? Slightly familiar. I recognize the name. It's Can't uh, pull any fights to mind right now. I don't. Oh, let me see what he looks for. Looks like right now. Well, there's 13 wins. He's got nine by knockout, four by decision. Last two were by decision. Oh, this guy Kelvin. does look like KG in there. <laughs> <laughs> he does look like Kelvin Gastelum, eh? Yeah, in in the octagon, in the he's got like the facial hair and the the face shape or the head shape. Uh, I'll do respect because I I do think he uh, lost his mother recently. He was actually unsure if he was going to fight this weekend oh. or not. I, I guess it's still on, or maybe Wiki hasn't been updated. But uh, yeah, it looks like he's a striker because there are no submissions there. Yeah. <laughs> well, for the sake of predictions, anyone want to throw one in? You want to go first, Robbie? Um, for this one, I'm going to go with Dan Hooker. I think he's still, you know, in that upper echelon. Hack Brass is doing well, but this is more or less the first big name he's getting. It's like his first, uh, his first real test. 
Mm-hmm. His last Repeat. few lo- his, his last two losses is uh, are Drew Dober and Marcin Held, right? And I feel like they're right around that same area. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, his uh, his last fight was not that long ago, actually, March thirteenth. Okay, well, yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Dan Hooker. Uh, uh, decision. 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 Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, split decision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Throb's uh, a bit infamous for picking split decisions, <laughs> uh, Sandra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe you could listen yeah. into that because I'd I'd be familiar with Hooker, but not the other guy. So your prediction would be for Hooker then. Uh, it'd be kind of a weak prediction since I'm uh, not familiar with the, what the other guy's abilities are, but uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm just going to throw it down on Dan Hooker too, man. Let's get him into the wind call. I'll do the spec <laughs> heck press. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. Then again... Um, uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, he is approaching that three loss status. You know how uh, when you after you reach your, your apex, you kind of go downhill after that. Yeah, scary so man. The, um, the nice challenger. If he's, if he's fighting for a contract or to stay relevant, it makes him more dangerous. That's for sure. We'll have to see. And let's not forget, he's an Aussie, 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 Aussie. So they'll yeah. be training with uh, <laughs> Izzy. And do, do they train with Volkanovsky? I don't think Volkanovsky is with them. Does he train I'm not with them? Sure. You know what? Uh, I'm going to. look into what about Robert Whitaker? Doesn't he train in. Uh, no, he's definitely on, on his own thing. I, I've never yeah. heard of him training with those guys. Well, that's definitely that's Hooker and in Izzy. That, uh, general area, right? Australia? Yeah, yeah, they're all Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. <laughs> uh, nope, not that. Ozzy's doing it big. Well, except for... Well, Izzy does train over there, but he's from Nigeria. Flies the flag. Ah. Anyways, that aside. Moving on, Bantamweight Marlon Moraes. You, you can still look into that fact, though. Uh, Bantamweight Marlon Moraes. Oh, yeah, they do. on hard times here. Oh, yeah, all three of them? Adesanya, Volkanovski, Hooker. There's also yeah. Kai Kara France. That's dangerous. Yeah. My car friends too? Yeah. Damn. That's a dangerous camp. There's also Brad Riddle, ranked 13 UFC lightweight. Oh, Brad Riddle. Riddell. Riddell, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> God knows I freaking yeah. but- butcher a bunch of last names and shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. They have two champions right now. That's crazy. Yeah. Three ranked fighters. Oh, uh, yeah. American or not American kickboxing? Was it? Uh, uh city kickboxing. City kickboxing. Yeah, they're doing it big, man. Good stuff. Yeah, it's pretty crazy to uh, to know. There's a fact for y'all, all of those listeners out there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, bantamweight Marlon Moraes. Uh, he's falling on hard times, right? I think he's coming yeah. off two TKOs. I like that. He didn't need that Rob Font matchup, man. That was a quick turnaround. Got knocked out again. He's going to go up against Mirab Divalch. Oh, sorry. 
Speaking of butchering <laughs> names here. Polish, <laughs> really? We'll just say Marab. Yeah, uh, this yeah, this guy's a force of nature. Another, uh, yeah, another one I... out the east there, right? Yeah. Oh, it says here he's actually from Georgia. There you go. But, uh... Hey, there you go. Yeah, see, he's trained in Sambo and Judo. But now he's with uh, Ray Longo and Matt Sarah. It's pretty deadly. Oh, yeah. Anyways, remember... This guy's on a six win streak, so Jesus Christ. Yeah, I've been actually keeping an, uh, keeping an eye on this guy, specifically because I remember... He uh, delivered Brad Katona his first loss. Oh, shit. So how do you say his uh, last name, then? Uh, Devalishvili. Oh, gee, I'm not going to learn that. That's like (laughs) like an exquisite pasta, man. (laughs) I'm never going to be able to say that, man. That's trying to learn uh, Joanna and Jacek last name. But yeah, since uh, since that Katona fight, he uh, he's he's been doing good. He got Kenny Dodson and Stammen since then. That's crazy. Uh, so man, this it's not look. This is not a good look for Marlon Marais. Uh, how are you guys feeling about the matchup? You want to throw in a pr- prediction? Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Marab just because. Hey. <laughs> stylistically, he's. Uh, <laughs> You know he's he's much more in close fighter, right? He's he's like a wrestling type, you as yeah. you would imagine. It looks like he can get it all done, man. Yeah, I oh, think well. that's just the situation in this one. I'll always go for the wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, Marlon Marais when he first came, man, he made a big splash, and uh, yeah, WFF champion, but... right? Yeah, man, he had he had. Like uh, he had a really good record before he came in here. You know, he dropped his first bout to Asuncio, I think. But then after that, he went on a tear. And then, uh, yeah, he just got Kahootoed and uh, got a, that gifted win against Aldo. I feel. And then after that, just it's not living up to expectations, unfortunately. And there's a bunch of prospects like Leapfrog, you know. Yeah, Marab might just be a, a next one, man. I. I'll probably go with the wrestler as well, man. Sorry, Mariah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all these, uh, all these OGs, man, just falling. I I used to dream of uh, Mariah's versus uh, Cruz, man. Before Mariah's made his way over, they were like talking about him in the headlines and stuff, and I was like, yo, this would be a fun matchup. Oh, how, how times have changed, man. Cruz <laughs> doesn't even care about the title anymore. <laughs> nope. I'd like to see Aldo and Cruz. Yeah, that'd be a good one. That'd be that would be a good one. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how much milk Cruz has been drinking lately. Is he injured or something? <laughs> <laughs> like, is there an actual reason why he hasn't fought, or is he just enjoying uh, the commentating? I'm not sure if he has something lined up right now. I have mm-hmm. something lined up right oh, now? Maybe not. I haven't heard anything. Quick check here. Nothing too far. Yeah, he's just chilling. I guess he's just uh, enjoying waiting for that, that Hall of Fame yeah, Waiting for that right call out or whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, let's jump into the main card there. Uh, moving into the first bout, women's flyweight. 125, the monster, the tank. Jessica Andrade, man. She's going to be going up against Cynthia Calvillo. Calvillo? Probably Calvillo. 
Yeah, I would um, imagine. As big as the card is, I am showing my casual on some of these components here. <laughs> uh, Cynthia has uh, recently dropped a unanimous decision loss to Caitlin Chukagian. That's a name I know. She's not on this card, though. And uh, I'm sure everybody knows about Jessica Andrade. Just some kind yep. of crazy woman killer, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with Andrade uh, by uh, <laughs> probably second round TKO. <laughs> some kind of TKO. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, she's a force of nature, man. Yeah, I don't think, um, you know, losses have ever deterred her before. So losing to Shevchenko, I think she's still, you know, in that upper area of the 125. Yeah, I think uh, maybe on a less surprising day, maybe she, she does better against, against Shevchenko. Maybe she didn't expect to wrestle that much. I don't think anyone yeah. did. Pretty crazy. Uh, Sandra, do you want to throw in a prediction for uh, Jessica Andrade and Cavillo? Uh, <laughs> I can't give an informed opinion, so I'm going to I'm going to listen. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll just go with Andrade well by some kind of TKO mm -hmm. in the first or second round. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm more mm -hmm. familiar with her name and uh, yeah, former champion. And she's just, yeah, she's probably... Uh, all due respect to Cynthia, but you know, she's cream of the crop. And uh, you know, if you have, if you can prove yourself against her, then there you go. We're talking about you next. Uh, moving on, though, into the heavyweight bout. After that, Curtis Blades, big boy, all against the biggie boy, Jerzinho Jer Rosenstrike. Uh, yeah, man. So Curtis Blades once again, playing with fire. Can he yeah. succeed, though? <laughs> I think he can. Yeah. Yeah. Go with no uh, uh, Black Beast. <laughs> it's a three-round fight. I'm going to go unanimous decision for Blades. Dang, you think he can escape the fire all that long? Yeah, I mean, his his only losses are Lewis and Ngannou, right? I don't think he's going to make the same, you know, telegraphed mistake he did with Lewis. I also don't think Rosenstruck is... You know, as polished anywhere as Lewis, so I think uh, Blades is just a little bit better. Yeah, Rosenstruck's a little bit small for a big boy too. <laughs> Called biggie boy because he's thick, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So you going with a uh, blade, Sandra? For sure. Oh yeah, go with the wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh... Rosenstruck. Hard to, Drake's maybe hard. a little too one too one dimensional, right? Have we seen him try to be taken down? I don't think I've seen it myself. But has anyone tried to wrestle this man? Rosenstruck? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think it's they ever paired him with wrestlers. Mm, it's interesting. Mine says blades. The heart says Rosenstruck. Just because uh, hard. It's hard to see that performance against Lewis and the. Uh, I think that Rosenstrike and had a light ball over his head. Oh, maybe I can. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's, his, that's his whole whole game plan for the fight. Maybe I can get him. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'll just go against the grain here. Then I'll just go Rosenstrike. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll say knockout first round, second round. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> well, that's how he's gonna win. 
if he's going to win, he's going to connect. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, going into the good shit right here. Welterweight. Finally, Nick Diaz returns. Wait a minute. How uh, the hell is Robbie Lawler older than Nick Diaz? (laughs) (laughs) He's definitely older in fight years now, too, man. God, I did not know that. I thought uh, it was the other way around. I thought Diaz was a year older than him. Uh, Okay, well, I just learned something. (laughs) They fought in April of 2004. It is now September 20, 2021. Jesus. So that's, uh, what, 17 years? Yeah, goddamn. Oh my goodness. They both been fighting that long. (laughs) (laughs) Fighting the same person after 17 years. Just because you guys have been circling around the top. (laughs) Do we we know anything about... But do we know any, like, Nick Diaz, has he fought in any other promotions? Like, has he done anything recently at all? Like, no, nah, just stay active. Right? No. So that's, that's, I don't know. Yeah, I'd have to, I'd have to overwhelmingly go with, overwhelmingly go with just Robbie Lawler just because it's, it's, it's reputation versus an active fighter. I don't know. True, true. That was seen with uh, Dustin and Connor. I, f- I feel I feel that was a big uh, kind of reveal of that the active fighter versus the guy who kind of maybe sits back. Yeah, I guess I just I guess this with that fight, it's you just don't know what you're going to see. I'm having, I'm assuming it's like I said, it's a, I don't know. All you have going is the like the like you say a fight from 17 years ago, but that's that's a lot of ring rust. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't yeah, know I what to think longer. about that. It's just like it's going to be like a spectacle. It's let's watch it and enjoy. It. You know, it's a, it's a Diaz versus Lawler. It's going to be a good fight, but I I'd be scared to bet on that. You don't only have to bet with your heart. I don't think you can use your real. Like, how do you j- balance your brain on that one? Definitely not throwing money down on that one. <laughs> no. Oh, the odds can't but be very were, one-sided either. If it were, I'm going to go Lawler. Lawler, nice, yeah. nice. I'd probably like go Lawler it. too. And, and just based on an activity, like I, I don't know, fighting in the gym and everything. I don't, I don't know. You know, don't know why. Different he, from the real thing. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Good stuff, good stuff. Well, you know what? I, I'm a big Diaz fan, so I'm going to go against the grain again and keep it spicy. Well, that's what I mean. Your, your, your bet is based on your heart. It's yeah, not yeah, based yeah. on, there's no evidence for, <laughs> he, might be, he might be better than before. Just uh, history tells us that you don't usually end up being better than you were 15, 16 years mm-hmm. ago, so... Oh, I can't wait to see, man. They're going to scrap yeah. for sure. I oh, wonder no, no. if Diaz is oh, going to yeah, bring back totally. the taunting. You guys think he'll bring back the taunting? I don't think so. No? No, I mean, they're, they're not, you know, 20-something-year-olds like they were the first time they fought. At this point, they're both, you know, they have their own names and reputation. I think, you know, it'll be a very mutually respectful, more professional than we've seen or I guess that we've seen him when he fought Silva. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I don't see any reason to think they both haven't, you know, grown to the point where 
it's like mutual respect. So they just come in and do the fight. I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised, but I think that's kind of the way I'm leaning. It seems to be. I mean, the, the Diaz way, right? Fight a, a res- fight someone you respect versus just trying to make a payday. So might just be Nick, though. You guys ever hear of uh, <laughs> Joe Schilling? Yeah, mm-hmm. kickboxer. Yeah, so Joe Shelley, yeah, he's a kickboxer. He's a German, uh, He, he right? trains with... Uh, no, I think he's American. He's American? Okay, sorry. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, you might be right. Uh, anyways, yeah, he said he trains with Nick Diaz once in a while, and he says he uh, think he even does it inspiring. He just like, talks he a just... bunch of shit? Yeah, yeah. Come on, bitch. What's, what's up? What are you throwing there? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Come on. He'll like, just egg you on in training. And like new new training partners don't know what to make of it. Apparently, like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Like, why is he talking so? Much? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's his thing. So, I, I was okay. hoping he'd bring it back. <laughs> I imagine it might happen in the fight if that's the case. But like before, mm-hmm. after press stuff, I can't imagine they're going to be like throwing jabs at each other and things like that. The the infamous line of uh. And Carlos Condit won his uh, decision over him, and they asked Condit, like, oh, it seemed like Nick Diaz was saying a lot of things to you while you were in there. What are some of the things he said to you? And Carlos was like, well, uh, one of the things he said was like, oh, we're throwing spinning shit now? <laughs> He's like, <laughs> spinning kicks and shit. <laughs> spinning elbows. <laughs> Everybody, when they think of uh, Nick Diaz now, they think, oh, we're throwing spinning shit now? You see someone throw spinning shit? Oh, we're throwing spinning shit now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I'll be against the grain there. I think uh, Nick Diaz, you know, even though he doesn't uh, do the whole, uh, hasn't been there for the pay-per-views and stuff, fighting in the UFC, mm-hmm. I, I think uh, the hours in the triathlon and in the gym. Maybe maybe he'll still be maybe he'll still have it. I believe well, I'm looking at it. Looks like Lawler is going in as the favorite, though. Mm-hmm, for so sure, the, the betting money is on him. Yeah, well, um, he might get it done. It would be surprising to see Lawler finish Diaz. I don't think anyone's ever finished Nick. People, some one person finished Nate, but no one has finished Nick. I think. Have they finished him? Oh, they had. Usada <laughs> almost finished him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Remember when that ban first came down? How long was it? Was it like a 15-year ban or something? Oh, something his that he got? Like that. Five yeah. years? He was like the first one that got something for yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, didn't they reduce it to five years after the ridiculous? Oh, uh, I don't know. Original? Yeah, the original... <laughs> I feel like five years is already pretty ridiculous. Yeah, that's five a lot of time. Ago. I don't remember now, but yeah. It's like something ridiculous. And then he, he took five years off anyway, right? Now he's coming back. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you guys want to do that? No, no, I'll do that. I'll do it because I'm Nick Diaz. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that, that'll be a good scrap. Nick Diaz on the return or I'll be lawless. Hopefully it's old school. Nice. Um, yeah, let's move on into the uh, co-main event, though. 
Women's Flyweight Championship and champion Valentina Shevchenko. The Bullet is going against uh, Lauren Murphy. Apparently the most winningness uh, flyweight of the division right now. That's the storyline they're going with. He's got the <laughs> longest winning streak. He's got the longest winning streak in the division right now. <laughs> All due respect to Lauren Murphy, but uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Uh... No, I think you put your you put your fifty cents on that, or your dollar. Not. A win thirteen, right? If lightning strikes, you're you're going to do really well. <laughs> oh, you mean uh, put it on on Murphy? Oh yeah, yeah, on uh, Murphy. Yeah, I'm not going to make any oh, money yes, off Valentina. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> what is the What is the difference in the odds right now? Um, I didn't uh, check she's them a plus recently. Fifty. Lauren Murphy is okay. plus seven fifty. Chinchenko yeah. minus twelve fifty. Uh, I think the worst one was uh, on the night she fought Jennifer Maya. They showed on live TV that she was like a minus or a plus two thousand underdog. Oh it yeah, horrible. And Maya wow. actually did pretty well, if like in terms of holding her against the fence compared to everybody else, which was also surprising. But um, yeah, Valentina just uh, doing her damn thing as long as a uh, wild Nunez doesn't appear. Oh yeah. Here, I'm just looking up some uh, statistic here. Biggest odds maker upsets in UFC. Mm-hmm. So the first one is Holly Holm v- beating Ronda Rousey. Oh, most definitely. Minus oh, 1,400 wow. versus... I didn't have, I didn't have bet money then, man. I, I was should have put bet money on that. <laughs> yeah. And then St. Pierre Sarah. That's another big one. Oh, that was, oh, yeah. you can imagine. was huge. Yeah, yeah. Barrow Dillashaw, another one. Uh, Penn Edgar. After mm. that, there's a few uh, kind of like uh, newer, younger names. I didn't see uh, GSP Sarah live, actually. Did you catch that one live, uh, Throb or uh, Sandra? No, yeah, not no, me. I definitely saw it live. Yep. Uh, can you explain the emotion of... Uh, so you you were definitely a GSP fan? or Absolutely. Were you thinking? Big Big time. Nice. I, it was it was devastating. Nice. <laughs> it really was. Yeah. Uh, when he got when he got knocked out, it was like like he didn't think it was it was it was unbelievable because he seemed to be uh, so much better than Sarah. But uh, uh, no, no, it was not. Uh, I mean, physically, I mean, Sarah was like smaller than him. It was just all the, everything mm-hmm. was pointing to GSP, but he just wasn't right that night. I believe mm-hmm. he said he came in there with his, like his. I believe it was his his uh, emotional state wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I wasn't scared or whatnot. Yeah, I can't quite remember what it was, but it was something to do with his 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 emotional state was off that night. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But that's I mean that's the beauty of of combat sports. Everybody has a chance. Mm-hmm. That's why I like and I enjoy throwing uh, fifty cents on people like Lauren Murphy once in a while. <laughs> no, no, good luck, champ. For sure. You got this. <laughs> um, it, 
Yeah, everything's obvious after the fact. You just never know. Right? But although that would, that, yeah, that's a, it's a bit of a stretch, I would think. But <laughs> yeah, so uh, predictions are, I guess, in right. Shevchenko all the way. All yeah. three of us here, <laughs> basically. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and guess like third round TKO. So how do you guys feel about? A trilogy fight with Amanda Nunes. How do you guys feel about their second fight? Are we are we tired of this? And Nunes got her two wins. Let's leave it alone. Or yeah. where do you guys sit on the fence with that one? I uh, I kind of want Nunes to retire sooner than later. Oh yeah, like she's literally just so good that it's gotten boring. <laughs> you know, it's like that guy who always picks odd job when you're playing. <laughs> Uh, fucking Goldeneye. Oh yeah, the short guy. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Like, yeah, she's absolutely the greatest female fighter, right? Mm. But at the same time, I mean, how exciting is one fifteen now that uh, it's no longer just Joanna at the top? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I true. think uh, it's just kind of how many times does Amanda want to keep fighting? And I so just you don't think know her. Uh, the trilogy, like, there's no use, like. No, not interested. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you know, Amanda Nunes is entering that age, right? Where towards your mid-late 30s, that's where you start to notice a decline in most fighters. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, I think uh, Shevchenko could have a very good chance at uh, getting it back if they do a third one. I mean, they're the same age, but going back and forth between two divisions and things like that. That's a lot of work. Yeah, because Amanda would definitely have to cut again to bantamweight. I think that's no. where her next fight isn't, isn't it? Uh, Amanda. Yeah, Pena. Well, she's the double champ. Yeah, and she's actually defending her belts. So that's all good. <laughs> I think I think DC is the only other champ that the double champ that did that, where they went and defended. Cejudo. Oh, Cejudo. Yeah. There yeah. You go. Did he defend both division belts, or? Yeah, he did. Oh, okay, nice, nice. So, yeah, some real double champs right there. Um, yeah. What about you, Sandra? What do you? Would you entertain a trilogy, or do you think it's kind of like, okay, I'm settled. Like I'm, I'm well, satisfied with what I've seen. If they put it out there, I definitely watch. But what's the reason to think there'd be a difference? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's there's a lot of fans that back it. They they feel like Shevchenko won the uh, second match. Uh, they think she got robbed. I uh, I think it. Yeah, I, like what's the point? That's a good uh, a good way to look at it. Because what what if Shevchenko does win? Then that means they have to do a rematch, right? And that means you're log jamming three divisions for two fighters. And at the same time, how, how long does it go, right? If she wins one, is that it? And then, you know, she got it back more recently, so that counts for two? Or does she need mm-hmm. to get two? And when it's even, are they going to settle there, or do they go to five? Like, yeah. like at, at what point is it? Like, you already beat her twice. I, if there's something beyond a trilogy, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. You hear that, Valentina fans? Give it up. <laughs> I agree with both of you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not interested, man, even though I see it in the comments. I'll show Valentina was robbed. Oh, man, she got wrestled out. 
what happened. All right, maybe she was turning the tides, standing up, but then Nunez was like, I got this in my pocket, so. Sorry, guys. It's 2 0. Let it go. Exactly. Mm -hmm. All right, well. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say sometimes, like, because they're, they're both so dominant, you need. You need better talent below so that you can build mm-hmm. up a like if suddenly you're, there's an up and coming stud and you're you're knocking them out. I don't know if you can call a female fighter a stud, but yeah, you, <laughs> you, you build up momentum, <laughs> right? Like like Anthony Smith, it looked like he was okay. Maybe he's not, you know, his career is winding down. All of a sudden, oh, he's back. But you have to have those those matches. Like beating up a Lauren Murphy, like you know, you're hoping that she can she can put in a she can be competitive, right? You're hoping for a competitive fight. You know, let's push her. Yeah, some that'd be nice. Yeah. You're not expecting it. She's not like coming in destroying everybody. So you know, like there's like a Ronda or a Ronda Rousey type just eating up the division and building it up, and then okay, now we you've proved that maybe you've made your game better. Yeah, let's go to a trilogy because you're a better person. But it seems you're the same person. So what? Oh, how much is going to change? You might have end up having the fighting, having a close decision win. But like you say, and, and then you just I agree with the, you're just going back and forth. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna it's gonna muddle things. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. There you go, Shevchenko fans. Eat it. Eat <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, so let's move into the main event prediction there with the champion featherweight Alexander the Great Volkanovsky just shaking things up at featherweight. And then uh, you got mythical bald Brian Ortega. I don't think he's going to come in bald for this one, though. Yeah, uh, we'll see how the weight cut goes. Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) So you think he did it for the weight cut? I uh, I think, yeah, I think maybe... You know, he had a lot of hair. <laughs> hair has weight, even though it's a tiny little bit. He only needed a tiny little bit, right? Uh, that's a funny reason to do it. And then he's like, oh, no, no, no. I'm donating it. I'm donating it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, freaking this title fight. going be crazy. Ortega on the return. Got that really nice win over uh, TKZ. Kind of like announced I'm back. Um, and yeah, you got Volkanovski who went through the tough show with him after winning two decisions over Max Holloway. Now, all health due respect to uh, what we were saying earlier about uh, decisions in terms of Valentina and uh, and Nunes, but god damn, Max Holloway was robbed. No, I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Other uh, way, it's just crazy right now. Holloway, Ortega, uh, Chansung Jung, uh, obviously uh, Volkanovski. Uh, yeah. In terms of the fight, how, how do you guys see this playing out? It's a tough call. Ortega's gotten really good with the striking. Mostly has like a submission game for the earlier stages of his career. Mm-hmm. But like Ortega got outboxed by Max Holloway pretty badly. And then Volkanovski you know, two competitive fights, right? Mm-hmm. Plus, Man, uh, what did he do to Aldo just before that? 
Yeah, I don't know. This is a really close one. I think I'm just going to go with uh, Volkanovski by split decision. Another <laughs> <laughs> uh, controversial split decision. <laughs> oh, Robert Whitaker, uh, he, he he jokes around a lot. That was one of the things he said. Like a fan asked him, like, oh, uh, how do you, what's your prediction on uh, your fight with Izzy? And, you know, because Connor made that whole prediction all uh famous people always ask it now and whitaker was yeah. just like uh, i hope it's a five round slog fest and i hope i scrape a uh, unanimous decision victory <laughs> just... <laughs> like that's not what you're hoping for <laughs> that's what we're hoping for <laughs> there's even that you guys ever see that clip where uh i forgot who was interviewing him but they were like asking about the the shit talk that the opponent was saying, and then Robert Whitaker was like, "Yeah, you know, I went on Twitter and uh, I saw that my opponent was saying some real nasty things about me, but it's all pretty spot on. Bit of a wake up call, actually." <laughs> 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 it's like fucking Robert Whitaker. <laughs> oh, Joker. Uh, yeah. yeah, seems uh seems to be personally doing better, you know, since he uh. He kind of talked about having like a mental block when he he get he gained the belt. Yeah, yeah, the whole uh, pressure of being a champion. Yeah, yeah, he seems to be doing a lot better now that he's just back to fighting, regardless of you know the direct pursuit of the title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even like, damn, he has so many funny press conference moments. Like someone had asked uh, during the Izzy conference, like. Oh, uh, what do you think about what Izzy's like uh, saying in reply to some of the things you're saying? And then Robert Whitaker was just like, "What do I think about him? I don't think about him. <laughs> <laughs> just like I'm not bothered by him. Yeah, I, don't know. I love uh, Whitaker. Um, shit, went off uh, base there. What's up, Reaper Bobby? Yeah, Knuckles? We just, Shout out. <laughs> we just we just kind of said, "Fuck these featherweights. Let's talk about Robert Whitaker." <laughs> <laughs> Love for Bobby Knuckles. Um. <laughs> Good shit. Uh, how, do, how do you see this fight playing out, Sandro? Alexander mm. Volkanovsky. Yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the champ. Yeah, I think he's uh, got the uh, got the well, skills to pay the bills. Well, I'm just looking at his stats here, so I think he's uh, anyway, I think I'll go with the uh, Volkanovsky. The it's going to be five round fight. Let's go fourth round knockout. Oh, dang. He's going to find the rhythm. Put an end to Ortega. That, that's that's possible. I mean, if... Uh, he comes from a camp that uh, has, you know, definitively produced champions, whereas just skimming over Brian Ortega's camp, this uh, mm-hmm. Black House, I'm not mm-hmm. seeing a lot of, uh, like, majorly recognized names. That's another one. That's another one. M. Camps, I mean, man. Right now, the biggest name I'm seeing is Mackenzie Dern, and she's more of a recent prospect hype. Yeah. But then she's again, how many names are there, right? I don't know every name out there. We'll have to see Styles make fights. Who knows? Maybe Volkanovski engages in wrestling, gets caught up in some kind of T-City BS, man. I don't know. I think T-City might be at that point where he finds out he can knock people out and he doesn't want to go back. Oh, no. 
gonna fall in love with the striking. Yeah. Get that he uh, can strangle men and take their limbs off at any moment if he wants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, in terms of the fight, obviously Volkanovski's got great striking. Got two decisions over Max. Ortega, he's bringing it up. We'll have to see what he can do. All fights start standing. Um, I'm really interested personally to see once they tie up. As you know, yeah, Ortega, he, he's, he's, he's larger now. too. So. Yes. Yeah, that's another thing. He has like leverage and whatnot. Volkanovski, he might, I don't know, we might see him be a little cautious to engage in the clinch. Who knows? Because Ortega, man, what's. Like a snake, man. Faster than a snake. Once he's getting on you, if you feel something, he's going for it. I'll, I'll never forget when he submitted Cub Swanson, and before Swanson was out or anything, like he was just in so much pain from the squeeze that he was just tapping as yeah. he was falling to the ground, and his face was just like, oh man, this is, this is worse than uh, maybe anything he's ever felt. I don't know, yeah. the way he was tapping, just ooh. Scary. I think yeah. you you go ten rounds with Max Holloway. I don't know if Brian Ortega can open up a, an opportunity like that that Max wasn't able to. Mm-hmm. Not that Max, you know, has that submission game, but I mean, I don't see an advantage for Ortega to get to that point. I don't think Volkanovski is going to go inside. Yeah, it's interesting. It's very uh, that's yeah. that's the thing for me. Like, I I'm definitely leaning towards Volkanovski. I think I'll go in on him. I think maybe I don't know if he'll finish him. Yeah, I think I, it could definitely happen, right? Twenty-five minutes is a yeah. long time, so he could absolutely catch a shot at some point and just knock him to the ground. Or maybe yeah, he'll yeah. come in with a new wrestling game of some kind, thinking, you know, he's got the jujitsu and the size advantage, so he could bend that to his advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, real interesting. Yeah, for me, I'm just I want to see what will happen mm-hmm. if they tie up, but. You know, uh, in terms of predictions, yeah, I'll go with the uh, go with the champ. It would be nice to have Ortega win because then Max would have a have an open seat for the next contender. That'd be nice. Oh yeah, that'd be a nice timeline universe for everything to go down. You know, grapevine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they give Max his immediate rematch, and then they're like Volkanovski. No, we can sell Max better than you. <laughs> uh, it's funny, Sandro. Uh, a long time ago, before. Uh, Rousey fought Holly Holm. I had okay. been telling Damon, like, I've been watching clips of this chick, man. She seems dangerous. And that's when, you know, everyone was like on the Rousey train, right? And me, I was just trying to root for the underdog, in all honesty. It's not like I saw anything. I'm not like some pro or coach. <laughs> I just wanted to root for the underdog. And and she had some crazy head kick knockouts that, that uh, I thought were awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, leading up to the fight, I was like, Damon, I'm telling you, man, we're gonna go down the timeline where 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 home wins. We're not going down the timeline <laughs> yeah. where Ronda wins. All right, and <laughs> eventually the night of the fight comes. Everything happens, right? We're all hot. Rousey gets uh, head kicked. And we're all freaking out. And then I uh, look at Throb here, and I'm like, Damon, we went down the timeline <laughs> where home wins, man. I'm telling you, we're here, buddy. What do you think? Man? And he's like. <laughs> Yeah, hey, you called it, you yeah. called it. <laughs> that was a oh, hell of a man. thing. I thought, like, I thought they cracked her jaw clean in half when that happened. <laughs> like, there's no way. It, yeah, it was, it was like one of the worst ones. 
And then the whatever that coach's name said that home wasn't getting the better of her on the feet in the first round. Oh, Edmund. I don't know. Yeah. That guy's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's been bad too, though, Sandro. Like, I remember one of the first fights I really egged them to see was uh, Hen and Burrow before I fought TJ. Yeah. Do you remember when Hen and Burrow was like an yeah. absolute monster? And uh, I was just kept telling my buddies here, I was like, yo, man, Hen and Burrow. This is another sacrum. TJ Dillashaw's going down. You guys gotta watch this guy. And uh, yeah, he just took the worst beating he's ever took in his career ever. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh fuck, I probably <laughs> look so stupid, man. <laughs> yeah, we did that one time too. Uh, uh, remember when Gus fought Rumble and it was it didn't go his way? Oh, yeah. We were we were chilling with uh, Damon Morissette for the first time. Remember the tall dude? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were chilling with him for the first time in uh, a long time, right? And we uh, we were hyping up Gus like crazy. We we're like, oh yeah, this guy went, you know, five rounds, and people say he won <laughs> against a champ who defended nine times, and this other guy's just like knocking people's heads off, and yeah. we were like hyping up Gus to you know be like this crazy thing, and. He ended up just getting uh, knocked out in like two and a half minutes. Yeah. Holy fuck, that was bad. Yeah. What about you, Sandra? Do you have any like uh, memories of a bad prediction on your behalf or maybe on <laughs> your buddy's behalf? I was well, pretty confident Andraj yeah. was going to win. <laughs> oh, yeah. Andraj versus uh, Valentina. That was everyone. But yeah, did, do, do, you, uh, do you have a story, what? Sandra? Or? I would have kind of flip over when I was when I was growing up. There was a I was watching boxing with my dad. That was a big thing we would watch, right? And mm-hmm. there was this guy uh, Dwight Kwawe, and he would get he would get beat. Like he would, oh, pardon me, it was a guy named Matthew Saad Muhammad. He would get beat up pretty badly, but he always came back at the end. So he's fighting Dwight Kwawe. This guy was a champion. Oh, and he's getting that. the crap beat out of him. I'm telling my dad, Dad, don't worry about it. He's got this. It's oh, no. not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> that's this guy's not winning. Dad, dad, that's his MO. He gets the shit beat out of him. And then, and then he comes <laughs> back. But eventually, eventually, after about four fights doing that, he just ended up having the shit kicked out of him. Oh, <laughs> like, no. Eventually, okay. <laughs> you know, Literally, you can't do so that kind of stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah, no, he just got, yeah, he got, he got crushed at then. But I, I swear, up until he actually went, went down, I was like, hey, this is normal. <laughs> like, this is just perfectly normal. This is don't what worry, he does. This. <laughs> you, don't, you don't realize, yeah, that just like I said, like the, uh, the Tony Ferguson, you, you can only take so many beatings, and then, then it's gonna take a toll on you, right? You just that's, yeah, that's that's just the way the human body reacts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't yeah, get beat up too funny. badly, for sure you come back the next day. You'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Good shit. Good shit. All right. Well, I think that is uh, enough to wrap this one up. Episode 19. It is September 20. 2021, people. Uh, thank you for coming, Sandro. Uh, okay. Hope you had, uh, had fun. And uh, yeah. thank you for sharing your knowledge, your stories. And uh, thank you, as always, Throbby, for coming through. And, yeah, uh, yeah we'll, we'll see how their predictions go. And uh, we'll revisit sometime. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
All right, good stuff. So, uh, yeah, you guys have a good night. Uh, thank you, everybody, that listened in, tuned in. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Uh, much respect. Bye-bye. See you, Sandra. Thank you. Hey, thank you so much for listening in on today's episode of the Hespect MMA Podcast. If you'd like to connect with me and discuss your own responses over anything MMA-related, come follow my Instagram or Twitter at Pod. And for those of you listening in via YouTube, remember to hit that like and subscribe button to show some continued love and support. Appreciation to you, and tune on in the next episode. Much respect.